Welcome to the OT Potential Podcast, where each week we review one influential OT-related journal article. Welcome to the podcast, everyone. I'm your host, Sarah Lyon, OTRL. And this week, we are touching on a topic that has really been top of mind for me over the past couple months. And the topic is, how can we help get the right people into therapy at the right time? Now, getting referrals for therapy seems like it should probably be like the easiest part of the therapy process, but it is actually really complex. And I think some of the data in this week's article is really going to give you pause. The article that we're looking at this week is called The Prevalence of Potentially Modifiable Functional Deficits and Subsequent Use of Occupational and Physical Therapy by Older Adults with Cancer. This article was published in the Journal of Geriatric Oncology in 2015, and it is ranked 39th on our list of the 50 most influential OOT-related journal articles. And I do want to mention one of the authors, Mackenzie Pergolati, I hope I'm saying that last name right, is an OTRL, and she also has her PhD. Um, I know we have multiple club members who are interested in going the PhD route, so it's really fun to see the kind of work that OTs with that PhD degree are working on. So we all know that the first step to providing great OT care is simply getting the right referral at the right time. But... Like every step of therapy delivery, this can be a really complex process. There aren't always clear guidelines to help physicians know when they should screen for functional deficits and make that subsequent therapy referral. And we've actually already talked about this in the club twice, once related to autism spectrum disorder and another time related to CMV. And if you want to go back and listen to that, we talked about those in episodes 11 and 14 of the OT Potential podcast. And if you remember those discussions, the overall takeaway was that screening and referral process at this point can feel less than ideal. And in this week's article, we see a similarly complex story. This article looks at functional deficits among older adults with cancer. And in the sample studied, 65% of older adults with cancer had at least one functional deficit that was identified as being potentially amenable by PT or OT. Now, 65% is clearly a really big percentage number, but when I thought about how rigorous and just difficult cancer treatment can be for anyone, but especially older adults, I really wasn't surprised by that 65% number. But what did surprise me was that only 9% of these patients received an OT or PT referral within 12 months of a functional deficit being noted. So let's dive into how they arrived at this number and some of the details about the study. This study included 529 patients. Researchers pulled the patient's data from a cancer cohort registry and then linked it to their billing data. So this essentially allowed the researchers to see that if a geriatric assessment had identified a functional deficit and then check their billing data to see if these patients then had physical therapy or occupational therapy. This study was done right here in the United States, and the patients were recruited from the University of North Carolina Healthcare Oncology Outpatient Clinics, and they all had the following eligibility criteria, that they were 65 years or older, 
that they were able to consent to and complete a geriatric assessment, and that they demonstrated English writing and reading proficiency. The study found that the chances of having a potentially modifiable functional deficit were higher for certain patients. And these cohorts included patients that had other comorbid conditions, patients who had less than a college degree, and also the older the patients were, the more likely they were to have one or more potentially modifiable functional deficits. But the most important finding was what I mentioned in the beginning was that the numbers that they found really suggested a major underutilization of OT and PT services for these patients. And I think the article really summarized that really nicely, so I'm just going to read a couple sentences directly from the article. The article says, The results outline the great need for intervention and referrals to OT and PT in this population. Early identification of OT and PT-related functional deficits with the geriatric assessment may lead to an increased referral to OT-PT and potentially decreased disability and cost. Now, there were a lot of other important details and a lot of nuance to this research, so I really encourage you to seek out this article and read it in its entirety for yourself. Uh, but right now, we are going to jump into what my personal takeaways were from this research for occupational therapy practitioners. As always, these are my personal takeaways from this article, and they're really meant to serve as a discussion starter, something to just get your own wheels turning about the research. My first takeaway was simply that a large percentage of older adults with cancer may not be receiving the rehab that they may need. This is one of those studies that really seems to back up something that I see happening in my own community. That for whatever reason, many older adults with cancer are left to struggle with functional deficits without the support of rehab. And frankly, for myself as an occupational therapy practitioner, this is just kind of heart-wrenching to think about, to know that there's this large need in this population and also just individuals that I know in my community that could be helped by OT and PT services. And if you read this article, you'll see that this isn't the first study to have findings like this. The author mentioned another study that had similar findings, and the results of it really pulled at my heartstring. This study was a large cross-sectional study of 2,200 adults with cancer who were asked about their perceived need for rehabilitation, and 39% felt that they did not receive the care that they needed. Now, the solution to this problem seems like it should be pretty simple that as therapy practitioners, we really just want to see that referral made to therapy. But this referral problem is also just a very complex problem. And that leads me to my second takeaway, which is this, that as OTs, we need to be asking ourselves, how can we better communicate our value to other healthcare providers? I thought this line from the study was really powerful. Clinicians who could potentially refer to OTPT report a general lack of understanding of the services, a perception that rehabilitation is inappropriate for adults with cancer, and overall difficulty with knowing when to refer and to whom. So to me, part of this just feels like it boils down to a simple breakdown in communication between rehabilitation and our primary care providers. And again, this study just backs up what I have seen in my own practice. That it is difficult for our primary care 
clinicians to know our full scope in rehab and know when to make the referral. And frankly, as rehab therapists, that we can do a better job in communicating with our primary care providers. So what I'm left really wanting to discuss in this article is ways you've been successful with communicating with other practitioners regarding how OT can help patients with cancer or really any patient population. As I've been reflecting on this personally, I know that I had the most success with referrals when I did a lunch and learn for our primary care providers. And now after being in the club and having a better grasp of the new research that's coming out each year, I would definitely want to at the very least do this yearly touch point with our local physicians. But I'm really curious to hear what you guys are finding to be the most effective in communicating our value and new research to the people who are making referrals to us. If you would like to be a part of this discussion, I invite you to sign in or sign up for the online version of our journal club, which is called the OT Potential Club. In the club, I have a written review of each week's article, and we have a forum where people weigh in each week on how they see the research impacting their practice. And like I said, I think this is a really important topic. It's one that's been heavy on my heart, so I'll be eager to discuss it with you this week. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast this week, and I hope it helps you give great care.